When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog I mean, I normally, I normally do a little spiel, but I wanted to see where the wind would take ye. Oh, I, I was just, you know, we've fallen into a groove. I was ready to just kind of fall into that. But thank you for shaking it up. Do you want me to, do you want me to have a go? I kind of want to see, I want to see your spin. I want to see it. Okay, cool. What it is, what it do, what it be, everybody. Welcome to Iconography. I'm Olivia. Keeping it, keeping it lean. I like it. This is Iconography, the podcast where I, I, Odebri, and I, Olivia Craighead, take you, our listener, on a journey of the mind, body, and soul. We transform you sonically. (laughs) (laughs) You, you, You hear me? Sonically. We transform you to become... Uh, not a mind that just experiences and consumes, but a mind that takes this energy into the physical realm, into the world of wheels and deals, that of celebrity. This feels right? Every episode. Oh, keep going. <laughs> keep going. Welcome to the Nexium cult. <laughs> That guy is in jail. He's his trial or his sentencing is coming up. I'm excited for the doc. It's coming. HBO yeah. Max. I got that Max subscription. I need to get a Max subscription. Come on, mine. Okay. <laughs> split it with me, cause I'm actually, to be honest, was looking for a third person to split it with. So. Oh, oh, absolutely. I have to watch Search Party. You hear this? What is that? Little kid. <laughs> I'm recording right now in the park with no mask on. I'm coughing in the park. I'm recording my podcast. Now, my neighbor's got a granddaughter, I believe. So oh, sometimes she'd just be running around. Sure. A little ragamuffin. She's cute. Anyway, what I was going to say is that it's what you can't really intro- call kids ragamuffins these days. Sorry. Go I don't ahead. think that's, I think that's fine. Uh, Thanks. I, I was going to say that your opening sounded like very much like the opening of like a Shakespeare play, like Ooh. like a oh. Romeo and Juliet, like mm-hmm. in Fair Verona where we lay our scene type yeah. beat. I yeah. loved it. Thank you. I'm a, uh, I'm a moor with donkey legs. <laughs> Everybody's like, what the fuck? Not <laughs> what the donkey head, but the legs. I got the legs of a donkey. <laughs> he was like really a, running like out of centaur, ideas. But it's like fucked up. It's like... 
not hot Mr. Tumnus. It's like... Forsooth, lane in mine brain is an idea for which two mores, well, one sort of more-ish, um... <laughs> the new thing. Kenya Barris show, more-ish. <laughs> more-ish! <laughs> it's a historical comedy. <laughs> write it, write it, sell it, bitch it! <laughs> Um, that's money. That's, that's money. free for money. We can sell that to Quibi. I'm not gonna lie. Moreish. Olivia, wait. Let's just write that for five minutes and sell it to Quibi. Okay. It's like a I spoof know. on both Shakespeare and, um, like the Blackish series. Great. Listen, but. I know Cats listens to the pod, so. Mm-hmm. We're in. Jeffy, if you're listening, email us. Jeffy Boo Boo. Jeffy Baby. <laughs> We know you're listening. We know you're listening. <laughs> we know you. We know you're using better help. We know you're using feels, Jeffy baby. <laughs> but it's not about Jeffy baby, Olivia. It's about you and me, baby. It is because normally each episode we invite a guest on, and they will talk about a celebrity who is an icon to them. Then betwixt ourselves. I'm in the realm. <laughs> we debate and talk about if this person is an icon or not going through their life, their career, their persona in the public, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. It's been a whole season of it. Whatever. Because sometimes there's special episodes where it's just me and Olivia. Just us. Just the two of us. Little accent? Just the two of us. I'm trying mid-Atlantic, I think. Is that fun? Oh, I didn't know that that's what it was. Sure. <laughs> Why not? I thought, I thought it was just sort of like, um... <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> it's just the two of us. And it's also, Io, it's the last episode of our season. It is the last episode of the season. We're no, telling we... you guys this time, so don't... So that- Y'all can't be up in the friggin' iTunes reviews giving us low star ratings saying they've betrayed us. We're not betraying it. We're simply two people. Just trying to make it work cross country over Zoom with jobs. Jobs and personal lives. Shout out to people who really podcast every single week. Yo, that shit's different. That is so crazy and I'm, you know, very impressed. We used to do it. Yeah, and it, you know. Yeah, that's work. It's so, <laughs> yeah, it's so work. much work. It, it, it's, it's hard. Um, and not that we didn't have appreciation before, but I think we definitely do have more appreciation now. Absolutely. How about da? Cash me outside. How about da? <laughs> no, don't go outside. <laughs> Cash me outside. Cash me How inside about- <laughs> for the next 12 months. Yeah, man, this is about to be really lasting, lasting, huh? Anyway, so this is for the for our real real listeners, real heads. This is gonna take the style of like a classic Friday episode that I if you and I don't used know, do. if you don't know about the Friday episodes, I mean, what more can we say? It was me and Olivia really cooking with the shits, just just bullshitting for like a straight hour we always said this will be a 30 minute episode every single time a goddamn every time an hour absolutely an hour every time well because we don't really because i mean can i say this i love you but we don't really talk like that so it will also be like oh is that is that false no 
So then it would kind of just be us talking for an hour just to be like, what's up? <laughs> Isn't all this stuff stupid? And then just be talking about stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. Speaking of stupid stuff. Well, here's our podcast. So every <laughs> week we begin <laughs> Friday or not with an icon of the week. That's a person, place, thing this week that has spoken to our spirits. I don't know what is the voice that's happening this episode. <laughs> but we would we would have an icon of the week and we're talking about it. So, Olivia. Yes. Let me kick it over to you real quick. Mm-hmm. Is your icon a person? Mine is a person. Yeah. Mine is also a person. Oh my god! Well, this is this really never- powerful. <laughs> this is really powerful for us to do on the <laughs> last episode of the season. Wow. Um, yes, I do have a person. I would, I would love to know who. Okay. So okay, so there are like a couple parts to this. Uh, last night <laughs> at midnight, I wrote a note on my phone that we will like circle back to. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. It, like I was like going literally like like about to fall asleep and then like a thought happened to me and then I had to write it down on my phone and we'll, we'll kind of like circle back to that okay but my icon okay. this week is one miss Judy Greer okay because I very interesting I do love I was just thinking like because I was thinking about you know Cameron Diaz and how Cameron Diaz has like stopped acting she's doing like a wine thing now she was like it really took it out of me to be like a super famous person that everyone had to like that like, everyone like needed something from all the time uh-huh. and now who uh-huh. I was just, just she was like it was too much and I was thinking I was like oh Judy Greer has kind of just been like steadily working for like decades just vibing and she's always great <laughs> <laughs> she always does a, a great crazy way to describe her career but it's so true <laughs> Judy Greer has just been vibing for like Judy 15 years Judy Greer did those like cold cut meat commercials and it's like that's a vibe cool go on wow anyway so that's that Michigan spirit though you know she's from Detroit yeah she's just like, so that's like She's created, she's, we've talked about this before. She was born to be in a union. You feel me? It doesn't matter what union it was, but she was born to be in a union. This is her job. She gets SAG after insurance and like hangs out. Like, I love it. Yeah. Okay. So the, here, back to the note on my phone that I looked at this morning and said, Uh what, what was I doing? (laughs) The note that I wrote at midnight last night was, "Mm." were you... Yeah. Quick cue. Mm-hmm. Were you buzzed? No. A little sh- puff of Swede? No. Just, just this pure is, midnight this vibes. This is pure midnight energy, okay? Got you. Who is more iconic? Judy Greer, Heather Graham, or Leslie Mann? Lord of mercy. Which I soul. present to you now as a fuck, Mary kill. Ooh. Starting quick out the gate with the games. <laughs> Judy Greer. Judy Greer. Heather Leslie, Graham. Heather Graham. And Leslie Mann. All right. Who are all kind of like this. Bopping around, bopping the, around same the same space. The same like kooky white woman thing. Well, I'm going to marry my girl Judy off rip. Mm-hmm. That's easy. Yes. Here's where it gets tough. Okay. I have a go. I have an answer for this. I'm going to fuck Heather. Yes. I'm going to kill Leslie. Yes. That's that. Sorry to Judd. 
Sorry, sorry to Maude. No. Sorry like, to Iris. But it's the, the Leslie choice seems great. Make. Leslie seems great. But you got to marry Judy and Heather. Yeah. It just seems at like. At a dinner you know, party. No, Heather, you got to go. Heather, you got to smash. Okay. So here's something then that I sort of present to you potentially. Yeah, for sure. To sort of add it up in the mix. Because maybe this makes it a little trickier. Maybe it doesn't. There, there's like a there's a side category that I'm thinking of now mm-hmm. that's like Judy Greer, mm-hmm. Ari Grainer. Okay. You see what I'm doing sure, here? Sure, sure. And then like, uh, huh. is it Melanie Linsky? Is it? It's almost Melanie Linsky, but like not. But not exactly, because really. you know what I mean. Is it like a Kat Dennings, or is she too... She's too... Like, she's a little yeah. too... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's too lead. Yeah, she's too lead. Like my like, girls who were sleeping on. Yeah, for sure. It's like it's like cool supporting always delivers. Always delivers, delivers. Rosemary DeWitt? Ooh. Because it's not Ellie she's Kemper. A it's not Ellie Kemper. There's no, like, bite there. That's what know? I'm saying. There has to be a bite there. <laughs> Cause I'm thinking, I'm thinking. This is also the thing, right? Born to be in a union. We got Judy from Detroit. We got Ari from Boston. You feel me? Like mm. born Catholic girls, born. Except Ari's not Catholic. She's Jewish. She's maybe mixed. <laughs> That's a different type of mixed. But you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay. We need that third. Yeah. Who is it? Who is like? Who has that bite? Judy Greer button. It's not Rose Byrne. It, okay, it was Rose Byrne in like 2010, uh-huh. 2011. Uh-huh. It was for uh-huh. sure Rose Byrne. And now we're all like hot on Rose Byrne. Oh, no, we know about her too much. Hmm. Hmm. Let's think about okay. this. Oh, do you have uh, it? He, well, it's a left field. Okay. But I wonder... Cause she's not in the white girls, but she's in the sleeping ons. Mm-hmm. Aisha Tyler. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? I kind of see bit? it. Yeah. You know what I mean? A little bit like For in that thing. Sure. In that, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, Who's whereas like, like oh, has been around. Yeah. The only thing about her is that she did host Whose Line, which Who's for line? some reason is like crossing no, I know. the wires it throws it in off. my head. It throws it off. But Aisha, like, circa when she was, like, I don't know, I don't, I always forget, but she was, like, had a guest arc on Friends, where it was just, uh-huh. like, that is for sure the vibe. And where you go, you're funny, you're gorgeous, you got the bite. You know who wants, you know who wants to be this? Tell me. Jamila. <laughs> Jamila wants this bite. Well, I mean, all the girls like, want the bite. I mean, Zoe all the Deutsch girls wants the bite. bite. Zoe look- Deutsch wants the bite bad. Jo- Sorry. Do- oh. Barbie you know who else wants the bite? She's a little young, but she she's has the She's a little the, she young, but she's got... Pot- yeah. She doesn't have the res yet. Yeah. I need to see it a little further. Dakota wishes she had the bite. Okay, yes, but Dakota also to, to lead. Dakota to lead. Dakota. Okay, if Dakota didn't have famous parents and just had to like be in the industry because she like did theater in New York or something, I think she'd have the bite. Well, she would need to have yeah. done theater. She would need to have a little more. 
legs. But yeah, I completely agree. I don't know. I did a 21 Jump Street rewatch and I said, girl, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's how I feel. How does 21 Jump Street hold up? You know, there's some holes. Mm. It's funny where it's funny. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Jonah Hill is uh, kissing a high schooler. Ooh. We forgot about that. She's like 18. That's like. Mm. It really was 2012. It was but a different time. But that same side. thing happened in Booksmart. It's like the worst part of Booksmart. Yes, it when is. They yes, it absolutely her, is. Ugh. And we go, is this the flip that we're actually looking for? You know what I mean? We go, it, it all, seems like, you know, you can fully cut a plot line out of a movie and nothing changes. I feel like, because this is my hope, even though it's directed by two men, Lord and Miller, mm-hmm. they're smart. And most of the movie is so smart about, like, the tropes of these movies and also expectations for, like, high schoolers in terms of, like, looks and... Um, relationship uh, mm-hmm. what is that word relationship dynamics so like it's really smart about most of that stuff and i'm like 65 percent feeling it's not enough but it, it's not a lot but it's enough 65 percent feeling that there was like a draft where he goes to kiss brie larson and she's like bro i know you're an adult now what yeah. are you doing and then it didn't test well So that's how I feel. That's how you feel. How I feel is, Io, I want to know who your icon is this week. My icon this week is a comedy legend in his own right who I think maybe there isn't enough. Maybe there isn't enough. There's a lot, but I don't know. One Mr. Tim Meadows. (gasps) Oh, perfect. Because... I did a little rewatch of my own. Mm-hmm. I've been re- This is a lot of quarantine has just been rewatching, frankly. Yeah, of course. Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Okay, I also watched rewatch Walk Hard. Watch? Like, <laughs> like a month ago. Wow. And he is so funny in that movie. If there was a cut of the movie, I know there's a director's cut, I know there's an extended cut, but I want a cut of the movie that is just tim meadows's scenes and like his ad-libs if i could have that uh, well i would have the antidote and it's also funny i was thinking it's like as we talked about uh last episode like like what's up with that follows the same beat every time and is always funny like tim meadows is telling the same joke in that movie like yes seven times and it's always really always good and it actually only gets better it actually only gets better (laughs) tim meadows is so funny and like all of his SNL sketches are funny. Like he is—he just rules. He's so funny in Mean Girls. Like he's so funny everywhere he shows up. There are a couple up. line readings. I'm literally laughing thinking about him. That's like for some reason. Like I know Mean Girls is like so quotable or whatever, but I feel like the one that sticks in my head the most, the most, is when all the girls are fighting in the hallway, and he's like, "I did not leave the South Side for this." Like I, re- he is. I, this is a good pick. I love this. It's, he just is like the goat. Like everywhere he shows up, you're like, yeah, thanks. It's better. He also has like, like the quality of his voice is like so unique mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. funny and like smooth. It's why like the ladies man works as like a whole thing. Cause you're like, oh yeah, I, you know, 
this would be a guy who like thinks he can do this like but it's like who gave him that idea like who actually gave him that idea and but you just believe it when he's like a loser you believe it when he's like the principal like he just is like has that every man he should quality but it's such a standout yeah he's he's one of those people who like when he's doing sketch or whatever he's also like acting it's yes like, it's like one of those things where it's like oh this is like a performance you're not just like dicking around or whatever his pop star never stop stomping role is also so good who does he in pop star i haven't seen pop star since it came out he's he's oh, he's his manager <laughs> there's one thing where he goes he goes to andy's hamburg pop star never stop stopping which saw in theaters I think with you, you, you. we were there. We saw it together. Yeah, we were there. I think we were just like sitting apart from each other. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like a group of us, and we were all kind of sitting in different parts of the theater. Well, because it was one of those theaters that had the um, like the long seats. <laughs> where you remember, and we were all like sitting far away from each other. And I remember we were having so much fun sticking up like our legs, like moving the chairs to our legs. <laughs> Good go up. Um. Anyway, there's this one scene where he just goes to. Andy Samberg, who's like, what am I going to do? Like, does anybody have any ideas? And he goes, one, but you aren't going to like it. <laughs> Andy Samberg is like, aren't, aren't, aren't. <laughs> and he's just like, aren't. <laughs> God. So funny. Uh, he just, he's, he just rules. He's, he's definitely I'm, someone where it's like, oh, you're, you're a legend. Like, yes, 100%. Absolute. Pure legend. Pure legend, top to bottom. He that movie, ugh. pop star. Why didn't it? So funny. Like people should have made slept on pop star, but it's like dollars. The part in pop star where like the bees start attacking Andy Samberg and they like yeah. cut the. <laughs> also, Tim Meadows, I think, is the other one of that. <laughs> yes. And also, nothing really makes me laugh harder than those TMZ sections. With so no and Eric Andre in that fucking wig and Mike Birbiglia being funny like Will Arnett with the straw just like all the fucking straws the um post credit scene where they're all like crying with each other because they're <laughs> like I had dreams to come to Hollywood but I dropped out of school I don't know why I'm so mean <laughs> I love you guys I just want to hang out with y'all <laughs> but never felt like we could hang out <laughs> After work together, rules. Ten out of ten movie for me. I love it. Feeling good about these icons. Feeling really good about these icons. And you know what? I'm also feeling good about hmm. bringing back an old classic. Oh, hit me, baby! It's time to play a little game of celebrity stock market. Ring a ding ding. That's the ding stock dong. Bell. On the dang bell, you know what time it is. And if you don't, I'm about to tell you. Check your watch. It's stock market time. Stock market is a little segment where Olivia and I on the Friday episodes would take a glance at the celebrity moment happening. And we would say, all right, these celebrities, they're people. Yeah, they're me. They're capital. They're coke money for me to sniff up, sniff, sniff, snorty, snort, snort, and and be mean to my wife and abandon my child. Only for him, many years later, to be my boss at the very company in which I put in years of work, nailing in the coffin, the, the nail of, in the coffin of betrayal. 
That was good. You were really... You, Thanks. I haven't had enough water today. <laughs> so the way this works is that Io and I have picked three... What? <laughs> Io just like... I just was talking so much. Go. I just... Because I was like... I just lost what I was saying when I was talking. And I didn't... It was like just you being like the way this works. Like I realized I just didn't say anything of substance at all. <laughs> Okay, so the way this works is that I and I have picked three things to buy, sell, and hold. Those three things are not stocks, they are people, but those are the same thing. Those are one and the same. So I, I will kick it to you and ask, what are you buying? Also, also to note, this is not for this week. This is for like the past several months. We're kind of wrapping uh-huh. up our season. Like, what's the vibe? What are you buying? I've got two buys. Oh, interesting. Okay. I've got two buys. One is the fucking USPS. Bro. (laughs) Bro. Like, Like, huh? Like, huh? I'm tired of people having money and not coming up to swoop in and buy things. They get good PR. That's the whole point of being rich. Buy something. Help us out. And it's also, it's like, people shouldn't have to, like buy shit to make it work like the usps shouldn't have to make money for it to exist like right i anyway to buy stamps to save the fucking post office that also that like the big solve is like let's do a little bit of capitalism y'all no (sighs) come on should i like start a war to make the military make money like what the fuck are you talking about anyway mess 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 so anyway, that. Okay, yes, of course, we're buying the post office. But I'm buying a friend of the pot. Ooh. I wonder, now I'm very curious about you. I'm buying Z-Way. Oh, my God. Honey, I'm trying I to get mean, in early. <laughs> let's say, no one has really, like, done well during quarantine, except maybe for Z-Way. Z-Way won. thrived. Z-Way won. Every single episode of Baited is, like, the greatest thing I've ever seen. I love it for her. I love it for her. And that listen, that's, we should have known. When she came in and did herself, we should have known. I honestly do think that um, we we are an important stepping stone for her. I don't want to insert ourselves in the narrative. But Z-Way, if, you've been, if you were paying attention to Z-Way, you knew she was going to blow knew. up when she picked herself as her icon. <laughs> It's really iconic, and she and she and she predicted it. She saw. It. We also said, "What's the material?" She said, "Just wait." And lo and behold, a <laughs> pandemic struck, and she was the only person to figure out a smart way to capitalize. The only way that you can sort of uh, deliver live comedic material to people. Um, her interview. Like, go. Her interview with Alexis Nyers Nears was like truly one of the most interesting like all of the the, they're like flashier ones but that one is like so genuinely interesting in a way that like z-way just gets alexis to like open up about like so many things and like be so apologetic but also like she is like one of the people who for some reason unlike like allison roman or whatever like that interview so defensive and alexis was like I'm I fucked up like I've I actually think the Allison one is one of my favorite ones because I feel like Allison Allison, is very telling interesting I really enjoyed it and it made me walk away both 
appreciating Zoe as an interviewer and being like, yeah, I like Alison Roman ultimately. She just like really, is, yeah. I actually really did because I just was like, yeah, you're just white and you know you're white. Yeah, I and, think I still think about Allison saying like when Zoe was like, how many black friends do you have? And Allison was like, like who would pick me up from the airport? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. I loved and made me laugh, laugh, laugh. It is because so funny. I'm about to go to the airport soon, and I was like, I have nobody to drop me off. I have nobody to drop me off. That's not true, but I was like, I don't think I have any. Oh, wait, actually, well, now I'm like, how many black friends do I have that would drop me off at the airport? I think three. That's good. Yeah. How many you got? How many? Because then you also have to think who has a car. Right. To be no, literally. This is question. this is a question. Of who, how many black friends do I know who have a car uh-huh. and would drive me to the airport? Zero, unless we're counting yeah. like my literal family. But like, well, okay, and and this is how Baited lives on. Um, <laughs> I just think it's and she, but Baby Girl has a book deal, major book deal, Hello. major major, and like is just I think this close to having a TV show if it's not already yeah. happening already, which makes me really excited because I think. Um, I know that there are people who don't necessarily understand the fact that it's comedic. And I think it being on live definitely, like, makes some of those things hard because it's like those nuances get lost when people are like, she's canceled, she's racist in the comments, like, live. And, like, you're reading it and all of that is informing the show. I think it it works as well and like she knows how to she wants to work its way around that but i think like when you watch the videos that were on above average or like i don't know when you just like read interviews you can like see there's levels there's well, levels she is like very adamant about the about the fact that it's like comedic like she yes. in every interview she's like this is supposed to be funny like i'm doing a comedy show please don't like i'm not trying to just cancel people in real time yeah. and then people are and like well, it's canceling people and it's like yes. no listen to her it's also like Zwei is like a journalist and a civil rights leader and it's like i mean sure but also no <laughs> she's like a writer yeah. and a comedian but yeah i don't know it's all very fascinating and think fascination alone is is a part of the makings of the of an icon and oh. it's working, so I'm buying. And, you know, she shows up to those lives every single time in the most beautiful outfit I've ever seen. Like, the elbow-length glove, like, just full. That's icon status. Bye-bye-bye. people want to know. People want to know where they're from. And she says, I don't know. You tell me. It's working, baby. So we buy. Olivia, who you buying? Okay. I um, In a twist from my icon, um, I'm not buying a person. I am buying a concept, which is um, the dumb as fuck Netflix reality shows that have kind of swooped in during quarantine and will Very keep good. swooping in yeah, hopefully forever. I just started selling <laughs> Sunset. Um, Olivia. Yes. <laughs> I didn't That's, know this. Yes. I almost texted you, but I'm not, like, deep enough in to have, like, a true opinion yet, except for those two brothers that run everything seem like perverts, and I don't like them. Who hire, who hire women who hire that look like they're from, like, women. stomp porn? <laughs> <laughs> because they're four feet tall. They're so small. They're also bald. It's like, you can't be short and bald. Like, pick one. Yeah. I don't like it. Hmm. But I do love Christine, and I love Mary, but I am concerned about her and Romaine. But I also was thinking about 
Love is Blind. I was thinking about um, that one where they all went on the island and couldn't. Too Hot to Handle. Too Hot to Handle. Just like any like Netflix show. I also I also watch all of Unsolved Mysteries. Just like just like love the that. dumbest shit. Have you seen Love on the Spectrum yet? Not yet, but I I don't know. Is it good? Olivia, it's perfect. Okay, great. See, this is what I want from Netflix. I don't want prestige from Netflix. I literally no. just want like hot bullshit like yes it feels so smooth to my brain and i think we're only at like the tip of the iceberg right now and it will go deeper it's getting smooth there yeah great that's smart oh i also watch all the fucking indian matchmaking (laughs) which talk about a smooth brain experience (laughs) jesus christ like egg just like egg what's so incredible about indian matchmaking is that it has no uh care about finishing a plot line it has no care about like wrapping things up with the people you start with it just kind of ends and you say what happened to aparna and you simply do not know we simply don't know what happened to aparna something something happened something dark <laughs> something something horrible maybe and it's uh, whatever they introduce another person at the very end and i was like what is what is the point of this and the point is that i'll watch as many seasons as you know pop in as they provide yeah of course yeah. Oh, whatever they say i'll do well sometimes it can't all be joy sometimes Sometimes it's pain. Sometimes we sell. Sometimes we say, this celebrity, this concept, it's, it's not good. I'm not doing it no more. And <laughs> I'm selling Ellen. Selling Ellen. That's I'm good. I'm selling you Ellen. Did you see that she and Kevin Hart were hanging out this weekend? Yeah, of course I saw that she and Kevin Yes, of course I saw that. <laughs> um, I truly, I like saw those pictures and I was like, I cannot imagine a worse, like as a server, I cannot imagine a worse experience than like serving Ellen and Kevin Hart. I don't Also, but tip. like having a serious conversation, like, ugh. Right, like, ugh, God, I just think about them like both talking about like being canceled or whatever and the fact that Kevin yes. Hart was canceled like for being homophobic is like, like t- so many, it's like. Oh, actually, rich people, like, don't care about anything at all except, like, being and staying rich. Like, yes. Uh, Well, because it's not about relevance, because if it was, they would be not doing this. No. Like money hoarding. Ugh. That's a great sell. Um, I'm glad that. It's also funny because people have been saying that, like, Ellen sucks for years. Yes. Like, like in the, the industry or whatever. And now everyone else knows, and that's great. I love that. Um, it's I'm just ready to let it go. I know that obviously Ellen has like important like history. Um, you know, famously, my very homophobic aunt says, "I think I like when she dances," and obviously that <laughs> rocked the nation um, and really changed things in terms of um, you know queer relationships to the church, but. Uh, Here's the thing. I think we also need to remember it like we're learning as a nation. And, like marginalized people actually can be evil. Um, yes, and of course. They, they find new ways every day. I myself am learning. I'm learning and growing every day. 
I as am I, you know. But it is. A, I feel like we we say this every other week, but like you can be a part of a marginalized community and yes. suck ass. <laughs> like, yes, that simply will not stop you if you're rich enough, especially from um, sucking complete ass. It, no, uh, and and that's and actually, now that you say it like that, I'm finding it very beautiful. <laughs> The the remember class solidarity is the one true solidarity, and rich people don't care about you. No, um, that's how I feel about that. Fuck Ellen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Olivia, who are you gonna sell? Um, I am going to sell one MacArthur genius, Lin Manuel Miranda. <gasps> <laughs> wow so your gen z alliance comes out like this yeah, obviously i'm obviously aligned with the zoomers why wouldn't i be i think i like am just too bad at tiktok to like that's okay um it just makes me sad there is this like th- and also somebody i don't like keeps going you're gen z as like an insult and then it makes me mad and i go i'm yeah. kind of a millennial too hmm. i do the opposite where people are like you're a millennial and i'm like actually oh. um <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we're I, whatever. Um, but there's this 13 year old girl on TikTok who I'm obsessed with, who like draws on a goatee with like Sharpie and like duets people singing like Hamilton, and she <laughs> she's so funny. Um, but yeah, the Zoomers hate him. I watched Hamilton on Disney Plus and said, "Oh, he's bad. He's bad at uh-huh. this." And everyone else is like doing running circles around him in a way that's honestly impressive that no one ever like stopped that ship and said maybe you shouldn't be the star of the show because you can't act and you can't sing and you can't really dance so what's up also watching it yeah what's up watching it i i was like oh this is like you know less um a show about hamilton and more a show about what lin-manuel miranda thinks about himself and so that kind of (laughs) So it's that interesting kind of because, like, in, in the Heights, I think it's like he, like, let Usnavi be kind of like, He's like, like a, a dork. loser. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, it was like, okay, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Great. And, and also, like, that show is so much more like, like, he, like, lets the singers sing and, he, like, he does a lot of, like, rapping and, like, like, he just, I don't know. Hurricane is hard to watch. Okay, so I saw Hamilton long after he was gone and, like, a really beautiful man who's, like, handsome Yes, saying Hurricane, and I was like, well, this musical is good. That makes so much more sense to me because there's, like, a big 45-minute chunk in the middle of the show where everyone is, like, fawning after him, talking about yeah. how hot he is and has yeah. to, like, they'll have to, like, sit on his lap and, like, yeah. kiss him and, like, And there's, like, two him. women, like, singing in his face, like, rubbing themselves on his yeah. leg. and it's, like... Jerking, 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 yeah. Like, make him hot. Sorry. People need to be self-aware. <laughs> I obviously he's my famously my Twitter mutual, so sure, I just want to be sure. like you know positive. Um, no, just kidding. I don't know. Yeah, it's like I saw it with a hot man who yeah. had a very lovely singing voice, and so I was like, this is good. Um, and also was like very much obsessed with the cast recording for oh yeah a really long time. But also I, I wonder how much of that was also just a product of like going to NYU and knowing that I would never ever get a ticket for many years and that was true um, famously i was um studying abroad in paris being incredibly depressed when the cast album came out and so now i can't really like listen to it without 
thinking really about um, Parisian depression. Yeah, like smoking cigarettes and walking along the Seine um, by myself. So like that's kind of a no go for me. But <laughs> but watching it, I was like, oh, this is like this is like uh, stunningly choreographed. This is like beautiful. Like all of these like David Diggs is doing incredible work here. Like Lamar Odom is doing incredible work here. I just am like the there's just like an ego thing with Lin-Manuel that is making me want to sell him. And also the fact that the Zoomers have gone out on him. That's no, well, of course, those are your people. Those are my people. I ride for them. Even if I'm a little older than them, I will support them in their endeavors. And, and I say I'm watching. I say I'm watching, I'm learning, I'm listening. And I support everybody in whatever they do. That's really brave of you. Thank well, you so that's much. Well, that's all how I'm going to get ahead. I'm, most of this is just watching and agreeing. <laughs> with whatever's correct at the time. So whatever is correct, I agree with. Okay, and then there's one more thing. There's mm-hmm. one more thing. Mm-hmm. For people speaking of watching, speaking of watching and waiting. Speaking of watching, there you go. Some people, some things, you know, you don't want to sell, you don't want to buy. You want to just, like, sit and wait and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And that's called a hold. So, mm-hmm. Io, what slash who are you holding? Olivia, well, it's a what. Okay. And it's celebrity culture at large. Okay, this is yes. Okay, I prep some. I, I prep on. some good ones. Hold hold on. I'm gonna yeah. pause and just do mine because I feel like we. Well, can I kind of want it to. Yours. Let's yeah, do okay. it. So mine is also kind of a concept, but it is like the pop girls minus Katy Perry, because uh-huh. because uh-huh, uh-huh, so uh-huh. many of them have released albums in the last few months that are great, like dance bangers we have gaga we have dua lipa we have jesse ware mm-hmm. like rina sawayama had an incredible album this year like the girls made a bunch of music that was not for the time period and i'm yeah. just curious to see like how that all shakes right. out for them in the long term like yeah there's no tour and also this is kind of just like music at large like so much of that money comes from touring touring like merch that you merch, get like while album you're touring bundles, like yep. what is that going to look like like I want to, you know, I want to shake my ass at Chromatica as much as the next bitch. But that's just simply not doable safely mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. So, like, what happens to, like, pop music when the spaces that you, like, listen to it and enjoy it, like, aren't available? This is What's interesting to me, kind of, is also, like, the only girls who... Ha- to me, have really been making it work. Mm-hmm. Chloe and Hallie. Okay. Iconic tennis court, Chloe yeah. and Hallie. Yeah. But they also have Beyonce behind them, which the other girls do not. Like, no. If I had yeah. Parkwood, if, if any of these girls had Parkwood, like, we'd all be making incredible of course. content all the time, making it work. Because Beyonce, you know, refuses to not make it work. That's her whole thing. That's her whole entire thing. That's her whole entire thing. From her editing of her own photos. Remember that? She made it work. I know. Did you see Peyton's tweet about uh, Beyonce getting her Photoshop <laughs> taken away? That yes. like the beehive was like, let her have fun. <laughs> but yeah, Chloe and Hallie are doing great. I'm happy for them. Also Which one is like a Little I, Mermaid? Um, is it Chloe? Ha- Chloe. 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 I hope that comes out eventually. Who knows? I hope so, too. Hold Cute on little. movie theaters. Jesus. Cute. 
Hooey. And that's uh, a mm, that's a hold uh, hold. Will if, I ever it, see Tenet? Will oh. any of us ever see Tenet? Did you know they shot each scene forward and backwards? Every day I go back and forth between being like I am I am going to m- murder Christopher Nolan with my own two hands and dry feet. And then being like, I need to see it though. I I listen. I would. I need to, to remember Tenet, how tall also, Elizabeth Debicki is and how they're gonna try well, to work around. She's that. gonna be Princess Diana in the Crown. But uh, talk talk about Stompy Stompy. Talk about Stompy Stompy. We'll talk about Prince selling Philip? Sunset. Not Prince Philip. Who's the Prince Charles? No, it is Philip Stompy Stompy. Yeah, but Prince Charles, you meant right? Charles, yeah. So, no, no, no offense, but that is what no, you meant. Right? I, I know. I don't understand how royals work. They're I mean, white. That's how. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, they're white. Oh. <laughs> okay. But let's get into the business of uh, celebrity culture at large being on hold. Oh, also the actor who's going to play him is an actor I like. Sorry. Who is it? Josh O'Connor. Mm. He was in um, that movie... Uh, he plays somebody. He plays somebody gay. I was gonna say, uh, "God's Own Country." Oh. You ever see that? No, but I know you love it. He's they, really like, good. Roll in around it. in the mud. And yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Who did I see that with? Maybe Connor. I bet it was Connor. It was either Connor or Sachi. Is this interesting to people? <laughs> Better be. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of my friends that you do not know did I see God's Own Country with? Um, but yes. Talk to me. I mean, it's your thing, so I'll, I'll let you kick it off. But I do think that, like, for a number of reasons, people are like, uh, celebrities are stupid and I hate it. Uh, yeah, I just, for me, I think so much of this moment. Oh, wait. Were we done talking about the pop girls? Yeah. Okay. How do we get to the crowd? Am I okay? <laughs> we were talking about Elizabeth Debicki. How did I get to In her? Tenet. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> movie theaters. Oh, God almighty. Well, yeah. I just think right now. I'm always thinking about Debicki. Um, right now, it's just been so interesting. And I think part of it started. There's been a, a real lack of gossip right because Mm -hmm. nothing's really happening everybody's in their homes and so i think it really started with the like imagine video for me where it's like well we're not getting like the gossip we're not getting the juice we're not getting these things that we really want which also are the things that celebrities don't want us to know so what we're getting is what they're giving us and what they're giving us is is really annoying and like further proof that they're so disconnected with real life Mm -hmm. save a very few people but even like even the people who i think are like normally spokespeople you know like your miley cyrus's for example and again all the people who showed up in the imagine video it's like stop like you like if you're not going to offer money or physical help like just your presence is aggravating and at a point in the quarantine i think during the protests like ashton kutcher released this video where he was like crying crying over like explaining black lives matter to his kids Uh, by using an anecdote about like girls and boys and like sobbing and i posted 
this is really funny. And I was like, no shade, but this is simply very funny. And so many people got mad at me and were like, this one guy, my favorite reply ever, went, how cute, you B-list celebrity commenting on somebody actually doing good. And I responded, thank you for calling me a B-list celebrity. Thank you for calling me, a a, first of all, a celebrity. I've got one Twitter account and two writing jobs, slay. Um, But like, it, it just was very funny to me the video and also people getting worked up and like defending these people and i get it like people have platforms and they can use them to like share information but even like when i'm sharing things i'm like i'm just sharing it i don't actually know if it's helpful because i don't have connections to like politicians because i haven't been on like a sitcom for 11 years and i don't like have like connections to people who have made social media websites so I can directly be in contact with that. Like, I don't have that. And, like, those are actually people who have resources and, like, party with people who are rich and wealthy and in their own ways are hoarding wealth and then are being annoying. No, I think it's... I think it's also, it's, like, since celebrities have nothing to promote anymore, Mm -hmm. basically, Mm -hmm. like, we are just getting their, like, unfiltered content in a way where it's like like those videos madonna posts of like herself living in her house where it's like yeah oh you're like not like one like none of them are interesting no yeah (laughs) it's like first of all second of all like none of them are attached to any form of reality that like you or i understand and like it's like see the same like then impulses of being like i need attention right and people who are so disconnected from and it's like that is annoying if you're gonna do that be eccentric or something Mm. like it's interesting to see like shia labeouf out and about because i'm like oh you're like actually like a weirdo and like that's interesting to me yes but it's like or like even (laughs) even like january jones i'm like oh you're a freak this is interesting to me but like seeing i don't know like um, I'm trying to think of something, but like Ashton Kutcher, Madonna, like anyone super famous, try to like interact with this moment is like, oh, yeah, enough. Give me a break. So that to me, I think it's just interesting. I, I can feel it's it's weird because though, like I'm still aware, like influencers are still influencing, and people yeah. are still liking, you know, like seeing Kendall Jenner in a fucking like bikini or whatever. But like at the same time, it does feel like there's like this growing. I don't know if resentment is the right word or irritation or what. I something I have been thinking about is that like I don't care really like what a celebrity like tells me, but uh-huh. I care about like what isn't like when Bella Hadid like posts a video of her in her house and it's like that that video is not interesting to me, but like the weird array of snacks that are on the table behind her yes. are like much more telling. Or like yes. that, but another Hadid when Gigi was like, "This is my beautiful house," and everyone was like, "Wait, wait, 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 <laughs> like no, like you're a weirdo who has no taste." Or like Lana living in Oklahoma and like getting those bad highlights. Like that is all much more interesting to me than the Imagine video. Than people being like, "How are you holding up in quarantine?" Like. <laughs> like holding space for you let's all stretch up. together on my ig live right tonight. sign sign this petition i have 20 million dollars it's like what are you doing eh, i just want to know i don't know. care about that i just want to know because i don't you care don't about need that. all that money I, 
<laughs> Speaking of, uh, it's time for a a game. Um, obviously a perfect transition, which people will speak about for decades to come. Um, <laughs> Olivia, I made a little game. I'm excited to play it. This game is a game that I made today, and it and it came from an experience I had a few days ago. Okay. Because I watched Kevin Costner in a movie. Okay. And I said, huh, what the heck? And I went on this <laughs> IMDb and I found some quotes and the quotes were really weird. And so now I've made a little game for you of quotes from Kevin Costner. And you have to guess which one, which one is real and which one is fake. <laughs> it's time to play the Costner Conundrum. <laughs> I hate your ass. Okay. Round one. Ding, ding, dang. Quote number one. Ongoing bald. I'm not into plugs, rugs, or drugs to correct this problem and would rather just shave it off. Quote number two, on Field of Dreams. It's funny because I made it during a real dark point in my life and I don't have many memories of it, but that's the irony of being an actor. You make others happy with what can make you sad. On quote, excuse me, quote number three, on Dances with Wolves. This is a bonding film for all. You could put it anywhere in history, the Berlin Wall, Kuwait. Which is real. <laughs> Which is fake. <laughs> one is fake, two what? are real. Wait, one is fake? And two are real. Um, I, I think the, um, I think the Field of Dreams one is fake. Because it's the most normal? Yeah. Correct. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Number two. Dude, dances with Wolves set in Kuwait. <laughs> Berlin Wall, Kuwait, you know, anywhere in history. Berlin Wall, Kuwait. (laughs) Quote number two. On playing dress up. I'm not a guy who likes Halloween, so I'm a little at odds with what I've chosen to do with my life. I've never liked going to a party dressed as a pirate because when you get past that initial, oh, you're a pirate, you feel a little silly for the rest (laughs) of the party. Quote number two. The first rugby game of my life is one I'll never forget. I cried in the stadium. I really did. And I don't care who says a real man can't cry. I've cried all my life and I'll cry some more. It's good for you. (laughs) Quote number three. I can't say I really see much difference between my son and daughters, except that my daughters will occasionally make me a sandwich and my son won't. No. Which is real. No. (laughs) Which is fake. I want it to be the kids one, but I think it's the rugby one. <laughs> it is the rugby one that is fake. <laughs> Round number three. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, I'm incredible at this game. <laughs> my gun's an heirloom to me and my son. One day when I'm gone, excuse me, my gun's an heirloom to me and my son, one day when I'm gone, is going to know your dad hunted with that. But even though with the connection I have to my gun, can I look at the NRA and say, I think you're out of line? I think I can say that. Quote number two. Real heroes are men who fall and fail and are flawed, but win out in the end because they've stayed true to their ideals and beliefs and commitments. Quote number three. I'm not into tattoos. I appreciate the help they provided in Waterworld, but in my own personal life, I have to say no, because I'm just too old-fashioned. Maybe it's because I find them to be an occupational hazard. Sure, there's cover-up now, but if you're really committed to the craft, why would you get one? Wow. Which is fake. Um, uh, is it the gun one? 
Unfortunately, that one is real. Um, and quote number two, real heroes are men who fall and fail and are flawed, but win out in the end because they've stayed true to their ideals and beliefs and commitments is true. And it is from an interview in Cigar Aficionado magazine. You made up the Waterworld one? That is you did that is good. That was so good. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. Final really round. Like, okay, wait. It sounds like him, right? Yeah. I thought I was I was I almost picked that one and I was like, no, it's like too specific. Well it's in his voice. Well it's perfectly specific. You're a perfect writer. <laughs> one one more. Cool okay, final round. Ding ding ding. Quote one. I'm happy about the things I've done. Not always happy about the results, but happy about the decisions because I made them myself. And I think that's an important way to go through life. Quote number two. On the Iraq war. I don't want to... Quote number two on the Iraq war. I don't want to turn my back on that Bush family. They've been gracious to me. We're supposed to evolve from frontier justice. I think that the Old West mythology is a good thing to have in your spine, but it shouldn't operate your brain. It's nice to know that you are willing to fight, but it's good to know how smart you are about not fighting. Quote number three on nuclear weapons. (laughs) It's a difficult thing because they're already here, right? But even when people say they are necessarily... Excuse me. But even if people say they are a necessary evil, I can't see that. Evil is evil. I just say don't use them anymore. Blow them up in the ocean for all I care. Just get rid of the damn things. Um, I think, I think the the nuclear weapons one is fake. <laughs> yeah, it's fake. <laughs> but the first quote, I'm happy about the things that I've done. Not always happy about the results, but happy about the decisions because I made them myself. I think that's an important way to go through life. From the same interview in Sakara Shinato magazine. <laughs> Who is doing the interview? Do you think okay, David Gia McMarco? <laughs> David Gia Marco. Okay, I'm gonna say, do you think Kevin Costner will just tell anyone anything? Or do you think David Gia Marco is like a really good interviewer? <laughs> I think he will tell anyone anything. <laughs> I, I think he will absolutely like, tell anyone anything. I do love the idea of like like Kevin Costner is like shooting a movie in your town and yeah. like, you um you just like go to the bar by yourself one night and you like look over and you're like oh my god that's Kevin Costner and you guys just like chat all night and he tells you everything he thinks about like nuclear power and like his own life choices and like the Bush family <laughs> like whatever um I love it I will say, I think I'm going to get a subscription to Cigar Aficionado magazine. Clearly, there is, like, um, some good stuff in there. I mean, if, just just example, from an interview with Robert De Niro. Did you ever watch The Sopranos? De Niro, no. Interesting. So my next question might not apply. Did you ever think of being on The Sopranos? De Niro, no. <laughs> and so interviews like this. Why yeah, men doing these? Because there's a car aficionados, Olivia. <laughs> I'm just like I, I don't get the like purpose of the whatever. This I think there's crazy. like more magazines than we realize, and I think no, I totally get it, but it just feels like with those <laughs> here's guys, my deep thought. <laughs> I just well, there's more magazines there's than we like, realize. There's there's like um, I don't know if you're Robert De Niro, you like don't have to do anything you don't want to do, and so for them to be like cigar aficionado, yes, absolutely, I love it. I think he might have more bills to pay than we realize. Oh well, yeah, because there was that thing where he was like, "If what does he owe Nobu?" 
Like, yeah. Like, if, if Nobu doesn't reopen, I won't yeah, make any money this year. Yeah, he's fucked. Um, so he's got to do these interviews. Well, speaking of interviews, it's, it, it's almost time for ours with each other to close. I consider this an interview. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had some booch in my mouth. Mm. Speaking of booch, you know, this quarantine, that's been something new for me. That's been a journey for me, discovering kombucha, drinking it, enjoying it, I would enjoying even say. It, I'm proud of you. I'm glad you have those um, probiotics in your gut. They're rumbling around for sure. Um, Olivia, has there been something new for you this quarantine that you've discovered, enjoyed for yourself? Um, I do, not to like beat on the same drum, but I do think it's like, this like bad reality tv that i can just watch in like a yeah. single weekend because yep. i'm like usually i don't know that like 2020 for some reason has been the year of me really 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 getting into just like just like whatever is put in front of me but i am really into selling sunset i'm really into real estate now yikes i like oh, spend boy. so much time on zillow just huh. being like what if i bought a house hmm. what if i did that could be cute i don't know but that's me i also have been saving a lot of money in a boring turn oh i like that for you a lot of money in a savings account that's good i know that's really good being prudent i am my birthday is next week and i am do think i'm gonna buy myself a dumb expensive bodie shirt but that's you know that's my business it's yours and you do what you need to do with it i think you should thank you I'll send it to you after this. It's cute. Oh, I want to see it. Vroom? They're going to ask me. They're going to ask me. Oh, I thought, we, I thought you said something and then you asked. I, what, what's, what's something new you've been into during quarantine? No, actually. <laughs> no, because no, you said kombucha and then threw it back to me. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess that counts. I'm going to be humble. I'm going to let that count. <laughs> let me see the shirt after, though. I will. I gotta start wearing nice things in my house. That's what I want to do. How mm-hmm. about this? And then we'll do. And then mm-hmm. I'll say that's something I want to do is like start wearing nice things just for myself because we've been really rocking the big t-shirt. Oh yeah, tiny short. Sure. Yeah, in a way that something's got to change. It's nice to people are like, well, putting on pants, but I have to put on pants every day or else it makes me feel like yeah, not myself. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Maybe I think I, I've been doing it as like maybe like once a week for a treat, but it's like this should not be a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get it together. And you know what? I want to get together. Hmm. I want to get together one last game of room room with you, oh. my pal Olivia. Would love to. It's I have the list in front of me. Yes. And I have a really chaotic suggestion for us to like really close it out on like Tell a scary me. thing well yeah that's how that's how it needs to go it needs to be yeah. terrifying okay so speaking of our shared hbo max account apparently the most viewed show on hbo max was love life starring uh-huh. one miss Anna and, Kendrick. That, and that's the most that's viewed cr- yes oh uh, uh, in terms of people watching it yes according with to their eyes with their eyes. Well, the scrappy little nobody herself, Anna Kendrick. Okay. That's my suggestion for us. Today. All right. Okay. Are we doing this together? 
Uh, yeah, we have to. We have to. <laughs> I can't do this alone. Okay. Um, I just need to maybe take a second just emotionally too. Yeah, for sure. I'm not, for and sure. I just want to be clear. I'm not thinking. I'm just, I'm taking no, a second to breathe. No, I know. I, I am sorry for inviting this chaos into our lives, but it just, um, it felt right. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. wiping away. <laughs> I'm going to be okay. This will be fun. <laughs> sorry. That one was uh, hard for me. All right. Well, you know what it is. Should we do a minute on the clock? A minute on the clock, yeah. And how about this even, dare I say? We have to speak about the ways that this film will abide by quarantine filming sad guidelines. <laughs> so we're winning her one, like, soon? Is that kind of the we're, idea? Is we're like winning. Is a 2022 Oscar yeah. ceremony? We can't wait till she gets old. We gotta do okay. one now. We gotta, okay. Ready? One minute to win Anna Kendrick and Oscar. Go. Okay, so it's lead, obviously. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, it's lead. Here's something. Is it a musical? Uh. It's like a modern musical, yeah. Yeah, contemporary. She tried to do it with last five years, and it didn't work. It didn't work, because the material wasn't there. I mean, here's something. Mm -hmm. We're, like, winning her an Oscar. We're winning her an Oscar. Like, Lin-Manuel probably did the music. Yeah. Yeah. Or... Or... Pasek and Paul. Well, that was, mm-hmm. People but love- uh, with the wins, you know what I'm saying? Sure, 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 sure. Or what's the one the, the, that's the man and the woman team? Oh, the Frozen. The, the yeah, I think they're the Rodriguez. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think that could be like their brave foray into live action, but we have to figure out the plot. And I feel like it has to like lean so much on her if we're doing COVID friendly yeah, shooting. I know. Yeah. Maybe it's like a young woman um, who like all her friends are getting married. Remember that musical that like happened where it was like the guy and like all the women he knew were like getting married. Like, oh, that guy. was. Um, fuck. What was that called? It was a Joshua Harmon thing, but it wasn't a musical. It was a play. It was a play. But we're making it a musical and yes. um, straight washing it. <laughs> and I mean, already by she, proxy of that. Yes. Kind of good. Significant other, I think. Yes, yes, yes. So we're making I that am- made me cry my eyes out. Really? Mm-hmm. We can talk about that later. Um. So we're gonna straight wash it. Sure, we're straight washing significant other. All her friends are getting married, and she is like alone. Yeah. She like lives alone. She like yeah. works at, in her house, very uh-huh. COVID friendly. Mm-hmm. She like spends a lot of time by herself and like her friends probably all live elsewhere yeah and there can be like a fun song that like does like time stuff like tempo stuff with like zoom yeah. delays that's a fun song that song's getting nominated for best song yes of course and i think just like i think okay i do think if we said it like during the pandemic and it's like a timely uh-huh like commentary upon the state of everything like yes there she could win an oscar for that. yeah commentary and maybe like she has an does, ex who is like cry? a black man and maybe that's too much stuff maybe that's too much stuff i'll take that out i'll take that out i don't know <laughs> and he was like the one that got away or oh, something sure sure sure, sure i sure. mean i don't know get something for i do think Joshua okay Henry wait if there. we open if we open on her learning that her ex-fiance like killed himself or whatever great there we go okay that's it yeah perfect well, um, she doesn't cry for most of it, 
Mm-hmm. And then at the end, she finally cries. Oh, of course. We Do you know what I mean? Let someone like build up emotion for like two hours, and they're like, "It's so cold. She's so cold. She's so happy. She's like also so bubbly." And everybody's mm-hmm. like, "Always is like, oh, she's the bubbly one. She's fine." And it's just because she's hiding all these things. Because that was also kind of the thing that worked about um, she and Blake Lively in that movie. That is not. Oh yes, yes, yes. Is actually fine. Um, but it was that it's like her whole thing is that she's bubbly, but she's like really twisted underneath. And this is like she's act bubbly, but she's like there's there's like a darkness that she's hiding. And yeah. she's singing like a big song at the end finally. And there's like the moment that's set up for the big note. And then she just cries. Oh, finally. That's great. And that's what we play. That's a little clippy clip we give. That's a little clippy clip. She sings the the Zoom song at the at the ceremony. Yeah. Like bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bam bing, boom, 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 <laughs> bitty big bong bong, <laughs> bitty bitty bum bum, <laughs> bitty bitty bum bum, bum So, with that, I believe it's the end of the season. I believe it is too. Um, we're clocking in at a cool like hour ten. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, Olivia, I miss you. Miss you. I. I- I'm looking forward to when we can see each other in person again. I don't know when it will be, to I be frank. I don't know either. No, neither do I. And that's what makes me, like, uncomfortable and, like, nervous. Because <laughs> usually I can be like, oh, I'll be in L.A., blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, but you can't knows? do that. I can't just pop over. No. This is not 2019 where I can pop over to L.A. four times in a year and just be like, wow. Yeah, and I'll be like, I'm being in New York for a week. Wow. That's how I sound, by the way. <laughs> Well, I I spent a lot of money, and I won't say <laughs> on what and where, but I spent a lot of but money. But it was spent. Dude, the money was spent. Well, that's the Boston accent that I worked so hard to train off. <laughs> and and you want to uh, go to the bar? You want to go to the bar? Uh, uh. Is that what Boston sounds like? Yeah. Okay. But you don't remember your car. Matt Damon. <laughs> Spot white. Glam Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to this season. We appreciate it. We started with a hello, hello, hello. And, you know, we're going to clock it out with a goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. Hopefully, we will be able to take this end of the season and, and just reflect. Share the podcast with your friends if you like some episodes. Like, a review, a subscribe. Um, hmm. Well, maybe cut She's that Italian out. now. I'm Italian now. I travel. I've been traveling a lot, actually, this quarantine. So <laughs> that's been, it's actually been really positive for me. The airports are completely empty and it's really nice. Um, but yeah, you know, shared podcast. And hopefully we'll be back sooner rather than later. And we'll be able to have some more fun guests, more fun episodes, some games. Maybe, maybe I'll be canceled I, listen, and I'll be more would- free and we'll have friday episodes again i would love to play um the cosner conundrum every single week if we could but if, like, yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see how it all shakes out but hopefully it all shakes out for the best we really appreciate y'all and we'll talk to you later bye bye wow it's emotional <laughs> forever <laughs> dog 
This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram.